Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of our Spotlight Series. We are at the end, the tail end of September, and we are still watching comic book movies and having fun and being sad and happy all at the same time. And as this was meant to be for more people because it's an epic movie and we felt like we needed to invite more people, everybody bailed on us. So now you're spooky movie squad. You're right. Yep. A simple. I love it. <laughs> and so we d- double dipped and watched. Honestly, you could say it's one full arc. Um, mm-hmm. When the Russo brothers talked about these two movies, they made sure to say that they weren't part one and two, but they kind of are. They're definitely part one and two. They they said a lot of things and they lied about it. They did. Otis is very salty. You're going to hear a lot of salt. The second one's not going to have time travel. It's not going to be a time heist. Then it's like, yeah, it's a time heist, guys. I'm like, what you just said a year ago, it wasn't. Anywho, we watched Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. The proper way to end comic book month with the movies that ended a 10-year span of 20-plus movies all ending in this one beautiful little wrapped-up package. Instead of ending the Avengers and starting COVID, we're ending comic book month and starting Halloween movies part two. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, they are loosely, (laughs) loosely based on the comic book. I'm doing it like I'm a kid or a teacher. The Infinity Gauntlet. It was made in 1991. Jim Starlin. Good dude. He made good stories. So in this one, um, there was a short arc before called Thanos Quest and he was uh, searching around for the stones and in the Marvel world the stones are just sitting. No one messes with them. Thanos is the only one that really likes messing with the stones. Later on people hide them. Illuminati has, all has one. Captain America for a while had a stone because they believe that he is one of the few people that would not be seduced to power to use it. And so uh, he, he kept one on his person and uh, actually Tony kept one too. Yep. In the comics, he was good enough to do it, and Professor X had one. So um, in this story, Thanos is grabbing all the stones because he is trying to impress his on-again, off-again girlfriend of the time, Mistress Death. So in this story, Death is a real thing, person, form, and uh, he's trying to impress her. And so her mission was to take the population down because she says that there's way too many people on Earth. So... In the movies when Thanos is like, there's way too many people, it's just stupid. That is from something in the comics, but he was just doing it to impress a woman, honestly. That's why he did what he did in the, in the comics. And so he gets all the stones, and at the beginning of the story, I want to say page three, he does the snap and kills half the population. And so yeah. in the comic, he already did it. The, bad, the, the way these movies start, halfway point is the snap, starts at the beginning of the comic. And so the rest of the people, the Avengers, X-Men, Fantastic Four, everybody that's left comes together under the leadership of Adam Warlock. That's a weird name that you kind of heard in one of the Guardians movies. Yeah, he's a weirdo. You'll see him again soon. Yeah, hopefully. And then Silver Surfer, they go off and do their own mission, and they send the rest of the heroes of Marvel to go swing on Thanos, knowing it's a losing battle. They know they're going to die, but they got to do something. They can't just stay in there and cry. 
And so they go fly to his little moon that he made, uh, shaped like him, like on a throne, and they go try to swing on him. And so and Thanos Adam actually wouldn't, wouldn't let Silver Surfer intervene. He held yes. him back. Involved. <laughs> He's like, I got a plan that might not get us killed. <laughs> so uh, the fight is very one-sided at first. And so, oh, I forgot to tell you, Mephisto, the fucking devil, is Thanos' second in command. And so the whole comic book, the devil's just kind of on his side saying things like, hey, maybe you should like do this. Because... He actually is rooting for the good guys. He's trying to get them a chance to win. And so he tells Thanos that, hey, man, I think death is getting bored. Maybe you should give the guys a little bit of a chance to win. And he's like, you're right. This is kind of boring. It's like a one-sided squash match. Hey, I'll cut off my senses to the stones so I don't know their exact movements in the next 500 years of their lives. So they can (laughs) kind of almost hit me. And so he actually calculates that it's a 0.5 percent chance that they could win and so uh everybody goes in and they try their damnedest and they all lose everybody dies it is a very depressing comic book uh and uh caps the last one on his feet and he's like i'm gonna hit you in the mouth and he does and then he gets his arm broken as thanos bitch slaps the shield and breaks it in two hits and then caps down (laughs) he's limp on the ground uh In the comic books, Thanos, his one weakness, he is usually infallible. He is amazing. But his one weakness that uh, a lot of the comic books have confirmed as a weakness is he wants to lose. Mentally, in the back of his mind, one little piece of him is like, I don't deserve this. And so he always does something really stupid on the one-yard line and fumbles the ball. That is Thanos to a T. In the story... He realizes that I've beaten everybody. I've beaten uh, fucking creation and day and sun and moon. Every god that's in the Marvel Universe comes to swing on him and he beats them all. And then he says, you know what? I'm God. I'm the new God. Fuck this dumb purple body. I'm going to put my face in the sky. And so he's like laughing at everybody. And then they just take the gauntlet off his unconscious body. That's how the story ends. <laughs> he just gets it taken off his hand like a dummy because Thanos is a dumbass. Um, yeah. It's an amazing story. Uh, they did team ups, big giant matchups before, like with Secret Wars and stuff like that. But X-Men this one versus the Avengers. Yeah, but this one was very depressing because like Spider-Man gets his head caved in by a giant rock from a female Thanos that he makes because he's bored yeah. while they're fighting. What was, uh, what was her name? What was her name? Taraxia? That one. Yeah, Cyclops gets a blast-proof cube put on his head, and then he takes the air out of the cube, and he just suffocates on the ground. Uh, yeah. Iron Man gets boiled alive, I believe. Uh, his Thor, head gets ripped off. Yeah. Uh, Thor gets his hammer separated from him, and back in the day, Thor's weakness was if he didn't hold the hammer every, was it, five minutes, he would turn back into the normal human, and then he did in space and couldn't breathe and died. Uh, it's yeah. depressing. Some of the biggest heavy hitters went down so easy. Mm-hmm. Wolverine's body, he just made it like spaghetti on the inside. And he's just yeah. on the ground in pain, and he just walks off. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, Thanos, in the comic, Thor. Thanos can do whatever he wants, and it's not like a... Or Nebula. Yeah, oh. Nebula in the comics is just a dirty punching bag that just gets... The absolute worst torture. Right. Just 
She's like a, just a weird corpse mummy just there. He's like, she was dead, but I brought her back, kind of. Hey, sit yeah. up and watch this. Just, I mean, that was also her real role in these movies. So kind yeah, of. but it was it was pretty brutal in the it comics. Was bad yeah. in the comic. He was he's a terrible father. <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> it's it's an amazing story, uh, and that's why they pull from it. And it'd be cool if they if Marvel had everything, and we got to see like Fantastic Four die, and we got to see the X Men die. You know, but yes, with what they had, they had a ton of people, and they made it work. So. Um, yeah, so we'll get into the first half. So in the movie version, um, Thanos, at the beginning, he pops up at the end of Thor Ragnarok. So everybody's like, high five. We beat Hela. Let's ride off into the sunset. Hey, what's that giant ship? And so the movie starts five seconds after Thor Ragnarok ends. Everybody's tired. They need fucking orange slices on the sidelines. And Thanos is like, nah, let's keep fighting. And... uh <laughs> That's a sweet ad. Oh, that's so cool. I just saw that on uh, like Box Lunch. It popped up in my ads, and I was like, I'm gonna go buy that yep. as soon as I uh, possibly. He got it for me for my birthday. Yeah, I'm buying that for sure. Yeah, Micah also, just. Oh, sorry. Also, this one. Ooh! So Micah just lifted up a uh, Captain America with the Shh. with the. We haven't gotten there yet. I was gonna say because people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? It's an he audio. lifted up a pop. We're gonna cut this part out. The end. Okay, gotcha. Jesus, <laughs> give me, give me and we won't say the brand name unless you decide you want to sponsor us. Right. <laughs> so uh, Thanos grabs not even the last stone. It's like what the second one, and what five minutes in, people are dying in these movies. Like uh, the Loki. big one is Loki. Loki gets choked yeah. out like a chump. Thor, uh, Hulk gets his shit pushed in and then uh, yeah. sent to Earth because uh, Idris Elba's like, oh shit, this is going sideways. I'm going to leave somebody out. Um, but yes, this is a very depressing movie. It starts out, I remember we were in a the theater and Loki got choked out and a girl behind us was like, oh, no. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I, I have, I know someone who hates and refuses to, like, will never watch these movies again because Loki died in the first five minutes. Like, oh Loki is her favorite character, and she won't watch them again. That's it. She's done. Is it who like, I think it is? Probably. She hates yeah. the Russo brothers because of how they did it. I mean, I'm sure there are other reasons, but a big chunk of it yeah. is, like, how dirty they did Loki, like, five minutes into this movie. They did everybody dirty in this. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone gets fucked. Hulk got, Hulk became crap after that fight when he got Hulk shot. Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, so um, this movie, instead of just being a reactionary story like the comic book, this one, they're trying their best to muster a defense. I feel like it was the beginning um, story that you were talking about. The prequel to Infinity yes. Gauntlet. That's what Infinity War ended up being. Yeah, it was it's kind of like, like Thanos It quest. was Thanos, yeah, Thanos quest going around trying to find all the stones. It's basically most of yes. Infinity War. And so uh, it's a race against time because every time he gets a new stone, he becomes that more ridiculous and unstoppable. Yeah. And uh, it's a a siege situation at the end they're in Wakanda fighting for their lives and so uh and got everybody yes uh so we'll get to the ending later but an amazing movie so if you haven't seen Infinity War seriously give it a shot it's really good uh you'll smile because a lot of people pop up yes and yeah people have beards there's they a, look there's awesome. a ton it's... of like fantastic one-liners there's a bunch of like if you <laughs> 
kept up with all the rest of the Marvel movies, you've watched the other 21 films um, up to this point, you're going to recognize a lot of characters, like quips to each other, like, you know, bullshit that has happened in previous movies between characters. They kind of bring that up. They touch on all of those. And they're like, you know, we had beef before, but we can't really like, that's, who cares? That's done. We, this is the end. Like, <laughs> this dude's going to come fuck us all up. So we're friends again, the end. And, right. I mean, obviously, I seriously doubt that there are people who are comic book fans who haven't seen this movie. True. Um, But if you go the other direction and you see these movies and then are interested in the comic books, I highly suggest it. Yes, they are very, very different. I mean, it's movies and it's, you know, not 1990s still, you know, even though some of us wish it were. But with some things. But... uh, (laughs) There are a lot of really crazy tie-ins, just random moments that happen throughout the movies that tie into specific scenes in the comic books that don't necessarily might not be the same characters or something like that. But some of the Thanos punishments to the people he's fighting are like callbacks to the old comic books and and stuff like that. Done exactly and in a way to pay you know, tribute to the old comic books, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's go around and figure out who's everybody's favorite character in Infinity War. Uh, Katie? So in Infinity War, I had two favorite characters. Um, I love both uh, Iron Man, Tony, and Captain America, Steve Rogers. Um, Mm -hmm. Both of them brought a lot to this movie they're the ones uh cap was really the one who brings the team together as he does in most of the movies um like going around asking everyone like hey you know we need this help we need this help yep okay i think cap in the second half is way better than first half cap but keep going and and uh tony like he was really really good in the first in infinity war in that the whole point like he got dragged into this with nothing like he was about to hang up everything to be with pepper Potts. they they like were engaged they were ready he was like you know what you want me to quit you've been asking me to quit forever i will fucking quit and then out of nowhere, alien ship pops up and guess what he ain't quitting then he's in space and he's fighting his ass off. Tony, like in that first movie, fights his ass off and works so hard to try and bring everyone to defeat Thanos, basically. That's what their their goal is in these movies. But in the first movie specifically, he's trying to defeat, the, everyone's trying to defeat Thanos to stop him from getting all of the stones. To stop him, to stop the snap from happening. So, um, yeah, it was really great. Oh, me? Sure. Uh, So it was weird. When watching it uh, recently, it was tough to find a favorite character in the first one. And I was going with the obvious, which good guy did I like the most? Because everybody, because there's so many people in this movie. Yes. There was no leader. Like, Cap had his squad, and then his squad met up with in Wakanda. And that was kind of it. And then everybody else got there. Like I said, later on, Cap 
way better than first first movie cap. Second oh second movie cap fucking amazing. But uh I enjoyed villain and you guys know me uh if you listen to any podcast i enjoy a good villain it makes me happy because it makes the good guys that much better Mm -hmm. uh in this movie thanos does a lot of work he talks and punches everybody and he shows emotion he doesn't want to kill like fucking gamora but he's like i gotta this is like my destiny i have to do this and he's like you know she's like laughing at him like oh you're not killing anybody you don't care about anybody and it's like, you know, weird red skulls in the corner, like, yeah, he cares about you. She's like, what? And it gets chunked <laughs> off. And it it's crazy. He's a really good bad guy. And he's pretty, pretty good. And he goes through a lot. And so I love the the final walk toward the last stone. And everybody's trying their best. They're getting in his face. And he's like, quit that. Move, move, move. And he's like, sweet. I got them all. Oh, X in my chest. He's like, what's happening? And so day through the kitchen sink at that man and he's like you should have got me in the head chief i win it was really cool it's in this movie i think of this movie as the empire strikes back of marvel because that one ended bad like luke got his ass kicked and he's like hey i'm your dad luke and he's like what you know and everybody's like what the fuck that's not true and so this one thanos wins and i remember in the theater after he snapped and he was on his little farm smiling like a goon the theater was quiet. Like the credits hit and it was like everyone was so silent. Like, wait a minute, that can't be it. <laughs> yeah, everybody looked around like that's the end. Well, and like he did it. Like I mean, and it's because Marvel has set a precedent um for the post-credit scene. If you have never watched a Marvel movie and you start watching them because of this podcast, first off, thank you. You're awesome. Secondly, <laughs> um, Always watch the movie all the way through the credits because Marvel will add extra scenes at the end of each of their movies. You know, there's one at the end of Iron Man where uh, Nick Fury pops up and he's like, hey, I've got this idea. Like, what if we got all the strongest people together and made the Avengers? And, you know, they all tie into something. So everyone was sticking around at the end of Infinity War in the theater. Everyone just sat there waiting for a new scene to happen. And nothing came. Actually, you did. Until oh, yeah. okay. the very end of the credits, which is not like Marvel. Usually they throw you one like, oh, it ended. Here's like the names of the main stars. Here's a credit scene. And then here's like a minute of credits. Here's another post-credit scene. In this one, Marvel waited all the way until the very end of the credits, which is like, eight minutes on a Marvel movie because there's like a billion people involved in it. And at the very end, you're like so in shock about what has happened. Everyone's just silent waiting. And then the post-credit scene happens and it's really fucking sad because it's more people just getting dusted away. Um, But there is an illusion about what's to come in the next movie because you get a glimpse at the hero that might come and save the entire day. And it's pretty great. Yeah, because they had still had two movies to go. They had Ant-Man and uh, Captain Marvel. So it yeah. was weird. They were like, why is that afterward? But yeah. So yeah, uh, Thanos was my favorite character in this first one. He was really cool bad guy. Like he, he was scary without the stones. We, we learned later he's terrible without the stones. But with them, he was unstoppable. And so it was just people getting in the way of something they can't stop yeah. in any way. So, uh, Michael. Uh, all right. So my, you know, nobody's going to be surprised by this if you know me, but yeah, my, my favorite character is, <laughs> is Cap. 
and I homers man yeah well I I know but I loved what they did with him for this for this movie because there were so many uh, I, I don't think, like, I want to believe it was intentional, but there were so many different caps that they drew from. And because Chris Evans, like, um, so Ed, one of Ed Brubaker's versions of Captain America that he came out with, um, this was before the the Hydra cap and all that, but the storyline leading up to that uh, is Cap versus Arnim Zola. And Arnim Zola creates this weird parallel universe and uh, Cap gets thrown into that universe. And so it's, it's very similar to Spider-Man 2099 where he ends up on a different planet and it's this weird planet where he has to like survive with all the, the locals and stuff like that kind of thing. And it's called Castaway in Dimension Z. And it's like brutal cap. Like he's been fighting for like 15 years in this universe. And so his hair's all long, he's all bearded out and you know, his, all, all of his uniform is all torn up and everything like that. And when I saw Snowpiercer for the first time with Chris Evans, after reading that particular comic book arc, uh, it was like, oh my God if they don't use bearded Chris Evans for this, oh, what a waste. And the first thing they show is Chris Evans, you know, Cap as the nomad, you know, no no star, It's the star's been removed, all the colors are completely doled out on his uniform, uh, and he's fighting for his own beliefs rather than for his country. Which and you, get, you get a lot of, um, at the end of Civil War, uh, part I mean, part, partially Civil War, partially Winter Soldier. The two, the final two Captain America films, definitely lead a lot of what where everyone is in this film. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought that it was the perfect Captain representation to use for this movie because he's still battling his own internal struggles while trying to form, you know, form a team to fight this God basically. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I may be a superhuman, but I'm still just human, but that's not going to stop me. So, (laughs) but yeah, so Cap was definitely my favorite character with an honorable mention for Rocket. I thought Rocket was excellent i i thought brad uh, uh bradley cooper just had way too much fun with this character and they they gave him increasingly more screen time as the movies went on and he was more prevalent throughout and i was like what a random character to give so much effort to but i loved it <laughs> yeah all right well since i'm the last one i guess i'll segue into least character also because my favorite character is also my least favorite character. Ooh. Yes. I know. Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Thanos because of what he does and everything that he believes in. I know that he believes it's a good cause, said in quotes. But like Otis said, he's a great villain. He's phenomenal at what he does. He makes you want to hate him, but also I can't stand him. Like... 
if we're going to compare him to an earthly person, it's literally like Thanos and everyone he follows is like a Nazi. <laughs> I can't handle it. So I'm like, I like you because you're a bad guy that's actually like really, really awful. Yeah. Not just like, oh, it's a bad guy who's got a little bit of, you know, inner drama. No, he's got phenomenal inner drama, but he's still horrendously awful. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. But yeah, my favorite and my least are both Thanos. With an homage to my least being Nebula in this movie. Because she just, I don't know, she makes me angry. So my least favorite characters, characters with an S in Infinity War are Gamora <laughs> and Star-Lord. Because yeah. fuck both of them in this whole goddamn movie. <laughs> Gamora, I her character had a lot of problems in this film with for me, mostly because she was like, Oh, I'm the only one who knows where to get this infinity stone. You have to promise me, boyfriend, that you're gonna kill me when the time comes. And guess what? He couldn't do it. And then it was like, oh, I'm going to choke. And because my dad is threatening my sister, I'm going to take him to the Infinity Stone. Bitch, fall on a knife. Like, just kill yourself. You should have killed yourself in Act 1 the second you were like, <laughs> oh, boyfriend, I need you to take me out because I'm the one who knows where the Infinity Stone is. No, just kill yourself. Like, Kill yourself, be a hero, take one for the world, the galaxy, the universe, and fucking fall on a knife. Like, you could have prevented the whole thing if you had just been dead already, and then Thanos wouldn't have been able to get to know where the last Infinity Stone was. And yep. then, Chris Pratt, or Star-Lord, for the same goddamn reason, he, ch he promised Gamora that he was gonna fucking kill her when the time came, then he waited too long, and pussed out, so Thanos got to take Gamora away, which was garbage. And well, then, he didn't puss out. He pulled the trigger, and why no, couldn't he just be allergic he to bubbles? forever, though. That's the problem. No, I'm not saying that, but he did pull the trigger. Yes, eventually, and then it was it's bubbles. bubbles but <laughs> if he hadn't hesitated, she might have died, and it would have been great. And then, when they get to fucking Titan, and it's like half the Guardians and Tony and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man fighting fucking Thanos on Titan. They almost win. And then Star-Lord comes in and fucks it up. Like, he ruined that movie twice. Or the yep. plan. Not the movie. He ruined the plan twice. Because he couldn't just fucking follow directions. Yeah. So, those are my two least favorite characters. Agreed. Micah? Hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to say a weird one. And I guess it's not just because of his movie, but uh, one that just, it was too fast of a character build that didn't make a whole lot of sense. And I'm going to say Doctor Strange was my least favorite. Oh, Ot Otis backed off. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. I was like, I'm going to no, punch I, you. I know mouth. who Otis's least favorite is. You're good. Uh, my least favorite, I guess, was Doctor Strange in this one. Um, I wasn't a fan of like 
okay, so he figured out all these pro- these things, and you know, from his own movie, and now he's been able to take over the stone, and now he's Doctor Strange. Okay, cool. But now he's like this all-knowing, wise, super god, like. I almost want to say like grandfather type where it's like he's seen so much in the world now he's a completely different person and I get like how that can change you but like his personality went from being this smug arrogant butthead to all of a sudden just being this wise completely different smug arrogant butthead yeah like that's how I took his his character yeah it just it, it was a completely different role than in the movie before it and it was almost like okay well i'm learning how to be dr strange but now that i am dr strange i am, I, dr. I am dr strange and i am that's so interesting because uh, i i see it i saw it a completely different way i felt like dr strange was true to his character from the movie in being that pompous arrogant bitch but instead of being pompous and arrogant about his magic hands and his ability to do surgery he was a pompous arrogant asshole about the fact that he could see the future because of his time stone like he was just being a dick about a different thing in throughout this whole movie and he wouldn't back down against tony which was harsh because tony is also one of those arrogant dicks who's like no i'm right all the time so it was just them it was a big dick contest between dr strange and tony the whole time i felt like Big time. Yeah, but I, I guess in the, of all the characters, like he was kind of my least favorite in this movie. All right, mm-hmm. and here comes Otis. Oh, you're yours because I was leading up describing somebody that you were like, oh, don't say it. Oh, yeah. don't say it. Who's your <laughs> least favorite character. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Vision. Vision was my least favorite right. uh, in the comic. He is a powerhouse. He is ridiculous on the team. Uh, this motherfucker is worthy enough to ha- hold the hammer, but you could say he's inanimate, so he can just hold it, whatever. Uh, he's really strong, but in this movie, he took a sword to the tummy, and he was just out the whole movie bitch-made, and he made his girlfriend or wife, whatever, an amazing person, someone that could almost take out Thanos by herself, could break an Infinity Gym by herself, had her just out of the fight the whole, almost the whole time. Uh, he was crap the whole movie, and it made me sad because I know he's good. It 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 was depressing, and he's just like eh, eh. It it was bad. It was terrible, and it sucks that he was relegated to that position in the movie. They were like, yeah, so you're gonna get hurt and be just hurt the whole time. Yeah, and then well, honestly, you'll die. Honestly, this movie, the f- the the. F- biggest failures of the heroes in these in this movie particularly are of the heroes that are coupled up yeah because none of the they like they were so in love or happy that they found each other or whatever the fuck that they couldn't like see past their goo goo love eyes and just do what was best for the universe yeah both with gamora and um star lord and uh vision and scarlet witch like she made a whole bunch of mistakes too just because she couldn't like dude just like it sucks this is your it sucks that this is your job and it shouldn't have to be but if you had killed him like you know a week ago we wouldn't be here like accurate this could have been avoided (laughs) 
yeah, it was it was a mess. And Vision's awesome, so it it depressed me to see him just be crap the whole movie, and then he just died. He got he got his jelly bean taken out of his head, and then he just went limp. And I was like, damn, that's Vision. I'm like that's that that's Vision. All right, cool. Thank you, Rizzo, brother. That's all we get of Vision. Just just give me that fucking jelly bean. He's like, oh, he just goes down. So the end of the first half. So the first movie. So we have the guardians of the neighbor, the friendly neighborhood crew taking on Thanos on Titan. And so uh, they come up with a really good dumb plan of just throwing stuff at him and then just enough to keep him busy and then grab the gauntlet off his head to keep him immobilized. Pretty good plan until the walking liability comes in and, and messes with Mantis and he wakes up and then he just shits on everybody. And then he gets the stone because uh, our boy, Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange looked into the future and he's like, hey, we win once out of a 50 billion Four, 14, 14 billion or 14 million different timelines. 14 million, 614, yeah. something like yeah. that. Times. And, and I love, so what you were saying, Micah, about how he's pompous and stuff, it felt like he saw the end of the movie and knowing that if he told anybody anything, it would get them a little too pumped and they would mess up. So he had to just quietly be there watching this all fall apart because he's like, but this is what we need. Yeah, this and is what has to happen. Because they keep saying, like, is this it? Like, are we doing it right? And he's like, if I tell you, it won't happen. He's like, I, guess, I, don't, I don't know. It's just weird that he has, like, in his movie and stuff and, and building his character, he doesn't have as much self-control as yeah. all of a sudden he does. Which I guess can be just, you know... I. If they had alluded more to his character in this movie, then I would be okay with it. But it was just like, all of a sudden, he's just like, nope, we get one chance. And yeah. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, that's the problem with movies and not comics. Because like comics, they could have did like a tiny arc of him getting better. And yeah. movies, you like, the second that movie ends, they just get really good at what they're doing. Because I promise I, I did like the movie. I'm just being critical about my least favorite character. That's no, all. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Thanos gets the time stone uh, after uh, fighting Iron Man, actually puts up a good fight. He actually cuts him. No one else actually puts a mark on this man. And then uh, he stabs him with his own little stabby nano knife. And then Tony's <laughs> just like, my guts hurt. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, they're laying there. They're like, we just lost. They're like, fuck. And so Thanos disappears. And so he goes to the crew at Wakanda. So they are protecting stupid ass vision with the jelly bean in his head. Because reasons. Shuri uh, is performing surgery yeah, on him. To get the jelly bean out so he can be his own people self or whatever. It's so stupid reasons. But they have to keep him, keep Shuri open and free and not dead so they can do this. And so they're holding off the squad of monsters at the wall. And then uh, everybody's there and they fight and they fight their hardest. But then lo and behold, oh, we get Thor. He gets a new weapon because he didn't have a hammer for a long time. And so he gets a sweet ass eye. Well, a shitty eye, but he just made it work. And then he gets a sweet ass ha uh, hammer axe thing. I think one has got a hammer part. Yep. Yeah, Storm Stormbreaker. Yeah. And so he gets a sweet axe given to him by Peter Dinklage, a giant Peter Dinklage. Yep. Tiny giant. Right. So, a dwarf. Yeah, a giant dwarf. <laughs> and so he plops down on the the um, Wakanda with his friend Tree. And, and Rabbit. And Rabbit. 
and they go a fighting and killing and Thor's doing work. Thor in this sense is like the Superman of the group. Oh, absolutely. He's he, raining down fucking uh, lightning bolts and just he brings a storm and fucks up like yeah. hundreds of these Chitari warriors yeah. like all at oh, once. Yeah. But then lo and behold, uh, one of the bad guys sneaks up on Shiri while she's taking out the, the jelly bean and then Vision tries to get up and do nothing and he gets beat up some more. And so now he's on the field. And so people split up to try to defend his stupid ass. And so Thanos comes onto the field. And so Thanos uh, warps there from Titan. Yes. And so Cap's like, everybody on me, it's time for us to look stupid for a couple of seconds. And so they all turn and they all try to fight this man. And he has almost all the stones and he promptly just waves everybody away. Cap actually holds his his hand back. Cap cuts him. And screams a little well, Cap bit. Cap makes him bleed too. Cap cuts yeah. him on the cheek. He did a sweet ass combo so he punched both kneecaps with the shields and then uppercutted his ass. It was pretty sweet and yeah. then Thanos is like, quit that little man. And then uh, he holds his <laughs> hand back and he's like screaming and he punches him again. And so Cap's in Concussion County for a while. All Actually, the, everybody's the while, in Concussion County. All the while, Scarlet Witch is uh, breaking her own heart yes. while she's kneeling next to Vision's like limp almost dead body while she's trying to destroy the stone with her powers and then thanos sneaks up on her after he gets done with cap and she has to split her powers both hands so she's holding back thanos with one hand of her powers and destroying the stone and the love of her life with the other hand and she does it yay so in other words pulling what gamora and star lord should have done in the first place yes she destroys yeah. the stone. Hooray! And everyone who's still, like, a conscious is like, oh, shit, she did it. <laughs> and then <laughs> Thanos is like, ha-ha, you thought. And he, like, slaps her aside, and he, like, tilts his hand and makes the time stone work, and he brings Vision back to life just so he can rip the stone out of Vision's head. Ugh. And then he has a full gauntlet. And so we see Thanos with a gauntlet. Everybody's scared and upset and sad. Hey, what the hell is that? Axe to the chest. And so we see Thor's on the field and we're like, hell yeah, Thor's going to save the day. And then he's big dicking it. He smushes the axe a little further in. He's like, I told you I was going to kick your ass, bitch. And Thanos is like, yeah, you're talking too much. Snap. It's over. He got away. You should have aimed for the head. So there was a theory out in the world, and I actually like this theory a little bit more. Uh, it, it does a little bit better for Thor's like mental stability. I like, cause he got a new eye and it was a shitty eye that he got from Rocket. So people are saying that when he threw the ax from miles away to take him out, that the eye just wasn't calibrated right. And that's why he missed. He, he didn't hit him in the head. Cause he was probably going for the head, but it was like, man, I got his chest. Ah, that'll, that'll still be good. And so yeah. I like that. That hand cannon's a little bit cooler than him just yes. missing. So right. when Thanos snaps, he snaps, says, you should have gone for the head, and then he disappears into a puff of wherever, and Peach is just gone. Meanwhile, all of the Avengers and all of the people in Wakanda and all of the heroes on Titan are standing up because the fight's over. They're trying to get themselves together, you know, get to safety, basically, somewhere where they can recuperate. And as everyone's getting up, people just start to disappear. They turn to ash and it's it is if you've ever felt any type of way any your heartstrings have ever been pulled by a death in a movie 
this one will fucking kill you. <laughs> like, it will destroy you. You get to see half, literally half, of all of the world's favorite heroes, all of your favorite heroes that many of us have loved since we were little kids, just disintegrate into nothingness. Yep. It is so powerful and sad and heartbreaking. Like, you... It's, it was hard this time watching uh, Black Panther die. Yes. His disintegration was so hard because uh, Okoye is just, she watches it and she's like, what? She's freaking the fuck well, out. And the first time, because he gets up, he's like, Okoye, get up, man. This, this is, is this. no place to die. And I was like, okay, good. They're good. And he just goes ash. And I was like, God damn it. No, the theater was <laughs> the so theater, fucking was hot. So Everyone was so hot. I wanted him and, the then, more, but. and then like Bucky says uh, Bucky just says, just says Steve. Steve and Steve has enough time to turn around and see his best friend of a hundred something years just fucking disintegrate and everybody we're just watching all of the heroes disintegrate. Uh, it pans to Titan and we see um, all of the guardians like slowly fade away uh, it goes from like least important to most important guardian i guess and then um in heartbreak county out here fucking peter parker is like mr stark i don't feel so good and he like runs to tony's arms and hugs him and then disintegrates in tony's arms so like jesus christ (laughs) it's a lot most it's a lot yeah yeah and then uh like i said thanos is at his little farmhouse and he's smiling he's like i did it cool i'm gonna go take a nap now and so that's the end of the movie and then the the uh the the credits post credits was uh nick fury and maria hill they're freaking out because the world is just falling apart because you know people pilots are just turning to ash disintegrating things are exploding and so nick fury before he disintegrates takes out his little stupid beeper like he's a drug dealer and he presses the button and then we see the logo of Captain Marvel before he disappears. And so, so you we know. have to hope beyond hope that he actually was able to contact her, that she can come and save the day. Yes. And so that was really cool. And everybody was like, oh, shit, Captain Marvel. And I was like, sweet. So, yeah, that was the first half. And I just remember being in the theater and I was like, damn, we got to wait a year to see the rest. And I was like, shit. Yep. So it's like crying. Yes. This right. takes us into <laughs> so Avengers. Much, so many tears. Avengers in game so uh one year later we all sat our fat asses seven words for the first do we want to do seven words for this or just combine seven words at the end yeah let's just do all the seven words at the end okay because katie turns well because i i have specifics for both movies but yeah same whatever works let's okay let's let's do it now let's do it now okay Okay, okay. (laughs) all right uh Thanos finds stones, kills half of universe. Um, I like that Grimace bleeds grape jelly. <laughs> Yay. Uh, you should have gone for the head. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Damn it. And then the hardest choices require the strongest will. Fine, take half mine. That's cool. <laughs> Sorry, they were really Fine. good quotes. Thanos says that to Doctor Strange, and it is, like, one of the most poignant, like, word, like, I can't even think of the word right now, but it was really, really good. Agreed. 
Uh, okay, I'll go. I only have one. Uh, Star-Lord was a liability in this movie. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. He certainly was. He's like the informant that can't keep his mouth shut. Got Johnny tight lips. He's opposite of Johnny tight lips. <laughs> Johnny loose you lips? Gross. He doesn't have one. Okay, I'll go. Um, since I only have two left, since Katie stole all my quotes. <laughs> Um, I have most gave all trying to save all. Yeah. And then I have gauntlet, gauntlet, garnished, grimace, guts, galaxies, gathering gemstones. Nice. That was yeah. intense. That's a lot of G's. <laughs> oh, I know. It was the most trying to say it while I was typing it. I was like, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, what? <sighs> Yeah, that's me. What about you? Snip, snap, snip, na- snap, snip. Gauntlet thrown. <laughs> Look at Micah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that was good. Snip, snap. Do you have any idea a toll a snap takes on a man? Okay. So this movie came out April 27th, 2018. Uh, how much you guys think the budget for this movie was? Uh, it's a little bit of a, of a, it's two numbers in between because no one can do an exact number. So just keep that in mind. $500 million. Dollar dues. $500 dues. Emma. $357 dues. $357 dues. Micah. $375 reduced. You bitch! <laughs> and that bitch won. <laughs> hey! Actually, it's weird because the budget it was 316. You said I won. Yeah, uh, yeah, you won. It was 316 to 400 million around that. So So you both won. Good job. Yeah, Katie dipped over. So yeah, since <laughs> win. Hurry. That's fine. There was like 75 mega stars in this movie, so I just went. I reached for the stars. Oh. Okay, so uh, what do you guys think the box office for Infinity War was? Two couple of dollary dizzles. Billion dollars. That's it. Okay, two billion. Two billion flat. Emma, I'm gonna go with 157 dollary dizzles. So less than the budget. Billion. No billion. Do you mean like dollary one point five seven billion or like one? One hundred and fifty-seven billion dollars. <laughs> that's, that's like all the money on Earth, Emma. I know. Uh, Micah. One million. Uh, one point six eight million. 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 Billion. That's that combination money. <laughs> so, uh, Katie, just off of principal wins. Uh, the bu- box office was $2.048 billion. Hell yeah. So uh, this movie made yes money. Everybody went and saw this movie. Yep. No one sat at home and was like, ah. yep. everybody saw this movie at least twice. Uh, yep. it, it, I think I saw it three times, four times, a lot. I yeah. saw it a lot. It, it's, it was amazing. So mm-hmm. everybody had to see it. It was the thing that everyone talked about. It was that kind of thing. So... That's all I got for Infinity War. So let's move on to Endgame. Uh, at this point, uh, honestly, in the comic, it, the comic it just kind of deviates from it. Honestly, the first Why movie, so much. 
yeah, the the first movie kind of did the most with the comic, but after this, it was just like, eh. um, so this is a story of redemption, a crazy plan, maybe succeeding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody's down on their luck. Everyone's depressed, and they think it's over. And then one tiny little rat causes causes so much to happen, and yes. so many things pop up. Uh, once again. I honestly think this movie is probably the better of the two. Um, not just because of the resolution. It's just there's so many feel-good moments in it. Yeah. And really cool things that happen. Uh, it's really cool. I will say the villain, uh, it was kind of dumb. What they what they have to do in this movie because of what happened in the first one. I actually didn't like the villain in this one, really. He was kind of crap. And it's weird that five years he was stronger than... The other, it, it was dumb. It was really dumb. Uh, yeah. But it was still a great movie, even with the lack of a good villain in this one. It was kind of crap, but uh, it, was, it was an amazing movie. So uh, let's go with everyone's favorite character in Avengers Endgame. We're not going to talk about the plot? Okay. No, we're going to go a little bit later. Okay. So I had um, three favorite characters in this film. Um, Cap is forever my favorite in everything. Um, we will get to the reasons at a later point why he is my favorite in this film, but it's the big moment in the war. Everyone knows it. L- literal audible gasps and screams happen in the theater when the moment I- I'm thinking of, you guys don't understand. Um, and then I loved Ant-Man in this movie. Yeah. Um, he came out of nowhere and was... As smart and sciencey as it is possible for him to be, um, even though his character in his movie is kind of dumb, like he's the dumb one of the group in the Ant-Man Wasp situation, um, but he is the one who really came up with the idea to figure, like to get all of this stuff figured out, um, to get all the resolution that you needed. And then my third favorite is um, Nebula, the current nebula who has sat through you know five years like she went made it through the blip and she lived with tony um on the spaceship you know before all the stuff happened like she was with them on titan when they fought thanos in the last movie and she her character goes through so much and does such good things in this movie and it sucks because like there's also a bad nebula but Um, the good Nebula was really, really good, and Karen Gillian did fucking great. Yup. I agree. Nebula was incredible in this movie, but favorites-wise, this, this was a hard movie for me to pick favorites. Um, I definitely had a couple of least favorite moments, but... Every one of the Avengers that was left, including Hawkeye, just, I loved them. They really tried in this and saw through for this needs to happen because it's for the betterment of blah, blah, blah. But they really put in effort and I loved that. But Basically, my favorite of this movie was everyone who got together to fight Thanos. Nice. 
that was my favorite. If you stood against Thanos, then I'm here for it. <laughs> this woman knit an 8.3 foot tall Thanos. It's all knit. Good Lord. <laughs> Gigantic. So, Michael, what's your favorite character? Uh, so, my favorite character is Hawkeye in this one. Um, literally going into this movie at the very beginning opening scene, all I could look, I, as soon as it opened up and it was him showing his daughter how to fire an arrow, I went, oh, please don't. No, you're not actually going to do it, are you? And sure enough, they do it. Yeah, that's rough. The entire family gets snapped right at the beginning of the movie. And it was just just, made it out. It just, like, I I had that, like, literally since the end of of, uh, Infinity War, my only thought was don't do Clint dirty like that don't do it and they did and that forced him to lose all faith in everything and just go on an absolute destructive killing spree of every normal normal worldwide villain that there is as ronin and just destroy all the bad guys he can get his hands on just trying to fill the empty void in his heart just absolutely destruction and by the end, he's willing to sacrifice himself in order for the greater good because he doesn't think he can come back from the stuff that he's done. I haven't given anything away. I said what he wanted to do. And so he he realized what he had done and where he had gone, you know, in his own head and with his actions and decisions and choices and everything like that and felt like he couldn't ever be redeemed. So he was ready to just step away and, and, you know, for the greater good. And so he's by far my favorite character in this, in this second movie. Yeah. That, yeah. He was pretty cool. Actually a lot cooler than before. Uh, So I have a split margin of my favorite character. And so it's kind of first and second act uh, favorite character. And so I actually went with Thor uh, in the beginning of this movie uh, all the way up until close to the final fight. Uh, <laughs> Thor, <laughs> Thor was okay, amazing. We'll uh, all be able to see this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get Thor at the beginning of the movie. Uh, it's uh, a little bit after well, a month, a month after them losing and everybody's got their issues. Thor is just sitting in the corner mad at himself because he could have stopped it if he just aimed a little better. And so he's been kicking himself the whole time because this is all on him. And so Captain Marvel's like, hey, and with Nebula's help, they're like, hey, I know where Thanos is. Like, y'all just want to like roll on him while he's making oatmeal and kick his ass? Everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. And so they they roll up on him. They're like, there's no defenses down there. He's just eating a bowl of cereal. Like, let's go kick his ass. And they do. And then you find out that he destroyed the stones with the stones, which in the comics they explicitly say you cannot do, but that's fine. I, I frowned early in this movie, but then I didn't frown that much afterward. But he said he <laughs> broke the stones with the stone. 
And then doing that made his hand all weird and shrivelly, which it shouldn't. You can do a lot with the stones and not hurt yourself, but that's fine. I, I frowned a little after that too, but... But everyone's arms got fucked up when they use the stones. Yeah, which movie, is really so. dumb. But, um, and so while he's talking, trying to do some weird monologue after he won... Thor's standing there and he's like, I'm sick of this shit. He cuts his head off. I'm like, done. I'm fucking like, done. They're like, what did you do? He's like, what I should have did before. I did I aimed for the head. Go for the head. Yeah, I aimed for the head. So he, he had lots of mental issues. Oh, yeah. And so it was kind of like the arc uh, Unworthy Thor where he didn't believe in himself and he wasn't worthy. And so uh, it was a really cool story. And then later on, he gets better. Yeah, PTSD, honestly. He had problems. And so uh, towards the middle of the movie, five years go by, and he's sitting in his little house with Korg and Meep and then playing Fortnite, and he's, like, getting drunk every day, and he's chunky. And it was hilarious. I was like, he, he let himself go. He didn't have to fight anybody. So no. he's like, why work out? I don't have to fight anymore. You know? I, well, he already – he feels like a failure because all of – nearly all of the Asgardians were dead – because Ragnarok had just happened, and then the ship got destroyed by Thanos, like, immediately after that, and then all of his friends got destroyed by Thanos, like, ten minutes later. And <laughs> I, will, I will also say that, and as an honorable mention, the writing choice to include all of the heroes' anxieties. Yes. Yeah. Like, their own personal anxiety Amen. of being failures, of not actually being able to win every battle that they're put into like there was nothing that they could do and they're trying their best to uh, atone for what happened but oh, they just yeah. and so instead they're just stuck in their own anxious mind, mind space yeah yeah and i thought that was a an awesome uh almost like uh What's the word I'm looking for? Humanizing. Uh, like, effort. yeah, humanizing down to earth effort for these characters. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. And so, uh, towards the end is the other chunk of my favorite character. It was Cap. Uh, towards the end, yeah. he is the natural leader. And at the end of the movie, he's out there swinging and he's the most in shape hero that, that's out there fighting the bad guy in this movie. And he's doing good, but he's normal, man. He's getting his ass beat. And then he gets to say the cool lines at the end and do the cool things that made everyone scream in the theater. Yeah. The, the last 20 minutes of this movie was Cap just showing his ass and it was amazing. And it, it was really cool. The, it was great. The end was just about Cap being awesome. And it was really it cool. It was mostly really feel good. The last 40 minutes of this film, the, the fight was like each, the best thing about the fight at the end is that every single hero that we've seen over 20 movies got a chance to have their tiny moment of shine. Like, oh, we met Valkyrie in Ragnarok. She's going to do a cool thing right here with her Pegasus. And we met, like, this person from this movie. And they're going to do a cool thing right here for, like, two seconds. And we got to see all these characters come together to fucking, it was great. Yeah, That so, last fight is so good. Uh, yeah, those, those two were my favorites in this movie. Uh, they did, made, made me do the most thinking in this movie, and it was really cool. So uh, let's do least favorite characters. Sorry, I'm going to say real quick. Oh, hush. The thing about Thor that I loved the most um, in your PTSD, like in the whole realm of Thor getting PTSD is the moment where he is talking to his mom and then he gets the hammer 
and he has this like emotional breakdown realizing that he's still worthy to hold the hammer because he felt like shit oh so good i was like crying okay um i was like the eighth time i'd cried in this oh absolutely i cried i was like (laughs) mess me up every time okay so my least favorite character in this film is old nebula or young nebula yeah, previous it's, Nebula. The time heist. Previous 2014 Nebula. Uh, yeah. She's a piece of shit, and she hasn't come to the realization over, you know, eight movies or however many movies she's been in that her dad is a fucking whack job and she shouldn't follow his every move because he's still going to, like, abuse her no matter what. Doesn't matter how good of a job she does. And yeah. she's really just starving for her father's attention and willing to destroy the universe for it so i hated the old young nebula yes worst all right emma agreed well to mirror my favorite being everyone who stood against thanos and played their part to try to save the future um i hated everyone who stood behind thanos and just i it's very hard watching these movies specifically because of how many people we lose, how many people you watch come back, how many this, how many that. But the similarities to our current world climate and this movie's climate with Avengers be everyone supporting Thanos, it's awful. And I hate it. So pretty much everyone who stood behind Thanos and went, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's just destroy it all. So they're all garbage. That's me. How about you, Micah? Mm. Nobody yet? Okay, Otis. Uh, so, and I'll explain a little bit more of why I picked this person and why I use these specific words. But I'm going to go with young Thanos. You're like, but Otis, you said he got his head cut off in the first five minutes. True, people that are listening to this podcast. But this movie, as the Russo brothers said that it wasn't going to be, was a time travel movie. God damn it. Yep. So so Scott Lang pops out of the weird multi-microverse. And he's like, hey, we can time travel if we have smart enough people to make cool watches. And they're like, sweet, we can do that. And so let's go back and grab all the stones before Thanos gets them. And then we can use the gauntlet and re-snap everybody and save the day. They're like, that's a great idea until it all falls apart. And then young Thanos realizes that he actually wins. So it's the opposite of what happens with Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange is like, hey, I don't want to tell y'all you if we win or lose because that changes how you act. And then things can go wrong. This Thanos learns that he fucking wins everything goes his way and he's like oh i win cool let's go get grab those stones again because i don't want them messing it up and this thanos is younger i don't know five nine years younger but he is like sure that he will win which makes him stronger and more Mm -hmm. pompous with the situation that he gets to earth and he's just sitting outside of the rub the rubble he tries to kill everybody before he gets there and he's just sitting on a rock waiting on them to come out. And he's like, come on, let's fight and lose. You're going to lose because I win this situation. Uh, it was crap because in the first movie, he had a dumb reason given. 
but he was a cooler bad guy in the first one. This one was just a typical, I just want to destroy the world bad guy. He didn't have the same motivation convictions as his older part you know, counterpart. And this one was stupid strong, breaking shields that shouldn't break and shit. It was weird. Um, but my only reasoning of why that fight at the end was so like kind of one-sided was because all those dudes were out of shape. I think even Cap probably wasn't really working out that much in the five years they were off. Thor was 100% not working out. He was drinking beer. Yeah, so uh, if anything, Tony, I don't even think Tony really worked out or used his suit that much. Well, Tony was fresh off of a like a one-year stint in space. Oh, no, 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 that was way later. Yeah. Tony, no, he was just like a dad. Yeah, everybody was Tony just normal, was and then they had to dad. get back into the suits, and so... I don't know, that, that Thanos was kind of crap because they had to make him scary, but it was just like, he was fighting out of shape like old dudes at that point. Everybody well, was five years older. It was just, only, only the ones who survived. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, young Thanos was my least favorite character. It was, it was crap to see a bad guy, but then at every, in every Marvel movie, at some point, even the best villains have to go crap, just like Killmonger. He was amazing until he was like, yeah, burn it all down. I'm like, oh, you're not cool anymore. It was just, yeah. He had his reasoning to be king. And he's like, nah, I'm killing everybody, even the babies. I was like, well, that sucks now. You're just normal. So, yeah, Young Thanos was my least favorite. Micah? Uh, <laughs> yep. I don't know. I can't choose one in this movie. Um, It would have been nice to see more of certain characters, like yeah. Bucky. Like, he showed up one time, and then it was like, okay, well, now that we've seen a glimpse of him. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, uh, man. Well, that was everyone at the end. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's, I, can't, I can't think of one. Like, the closest thing I can think of is the guy who agreed to hit, you know, it was told to rain fire and decided to press the button and then <laughs> turn the guns at one certain thing and just let the ship get destroyed without even a real fight. Yep. That was a I good mean, they destroyed more of their own people in that than they did anything else. Oh yeah. Yep. No, that was really dumb. So uh, towards the end of this movie, I'll talk about the, main idea of this movie so this is a time travel movie like i said and so they jump around to different points in time to grab the stones where it's least contention so it'd be easier but then in fact they actually make it worse so in one version loki grabs a tesseract and scoots the fuck away after the first movie so that's gonna be loki's tv show so we'll find out what happens to that loki as he's scooting around universes with a tesseract in his hand um <laughs> Yeah, uh, every time they try to grab a stone, they do something worse. Uh, at least Tony gets to talk to his dad a little bit, and yeah. that was awesome, I guess. He probably helped him make his own name, or he gave him that, that quote he always says, so mm -hmm. he taught his dad his own quote, which is really weird yeah. and meta. Uh, but um, so every he finds out Peggy was still Yeah, alive. everybody, I mean, there are some things in the time that happens. Uh, Thor gets, gets his manhood back. He got your manhood back, Coach Klein. And so he gets a hammer. And so now he has a hammer and an axe. And so they all come back together. Oh, and Black Widow, she, she, gets, she gets smushed. She gets yeeted off a cliff. Because they need another soul stone. And well, yeah. she jumped. Yeah, and then um, Dollar General Red Skull's like, yeah, one of y'all got to die to get it. And they were like, let's fight the die. And so they got all the stones, and they get back together. 
And then Hulk. Oh, that's a fucking honorable mention. His least favorite is fucking Hulk in this movie. He was poop. Okay, I was also thinking that, uh, you know, because he had no fighting spirit. He was yeah. the Hulk. Wasn't like I get the smart Hulk thing and everything like that, but like to have him be just so docile. He was crap. Cause he got shat on. I know. He was sad. His pride was sad. Comic Hulk would have been working out. And he's like, when I see that son of a bitch again, it's it's going down. But he didn't. Yeah. And so. Uh, yeah, so Hulk snaps and brings everybody back. Well, he doesn't know. He does it. And so it's, you know. And so while it's happening, young Thanos is like, hey, we got one of those cool watches. Hey, let's let's go to their timeline and shit on them real quick. Evil Nebula. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, let's go, dad. And he's like, well, let's go to their timeline. Yeah, let's go go over there. That seems fun. And so they start fighting. And then everybody that can fight is trying their best. And so it's Iron Man, Th- Chunky Thor, best Thor, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cap. Cap, they go outside and they see young Thanos. And he's like, hey, how's it going, assholes? I'm going to beat you up and win because I'm supposed to. And so they try to fight him and he, he beat the shit out of him. Like, they're trying their best. And then while that's all going down, no, that's a little bit later. So uh, fights happening, everyone's struggling. And then yeah, Iron Man's like down on the ground. Well, nearly did. Thor, Thanos is about to like beat Thor's head in, and then uh, his his hammer's on the ground, and then we see the hammer scoot away. We see it wiggle and scoot away and fly past Thor's head. And then Cap catches the hammer, and everyone freaks the fuck out. <laughs> yes. So in the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, when Cap was lifting, when they had a liftathon about the hammer. And we see the wiggle on the table, and Thor's like, what the fuck? Uh, it was true. Cap could have picked it up then. He just didn't, because he didn't want to make Thor look like shit. Because yeah. it's like, hey, you're a god. You're supposed to do this. And he's like, hey, that normal dude did it. That means you're nearly not that cool. And he's like, oh. So Cap, good guy Cap, just like, oh, shit, I could have picked this up. And he's just like, oh, it's really so heavy. <laughs> Cap calls for the hammer in this fight and gets the hammer Thor screams, I knew it! Because he fucking knew that he could lift it <laughs> from the uh, fucking Age of Ultron. And then Cap yeah. goes to fucking town on Thanos with the hammer with Mjolnir and the lightning power that Mjolnir holds. So yep. Cap is fighting the shit out of Thanos. Then Thor gets up and grabs the axe and it's the two of them fighting side by side with the hammer and the axe just whooping Thanos' ass. And so uh, it's still, it seems like they got a little bit of a step up, but then Thanos is still kicking the shit out of them. And so the hammer falls at some point. He has his shield. He's trying to block shots. And then Thanos breaks the shield with a normal sword, but it's a space sword, so it could be anything. We don't know what the fuck it's made out of. But it breaks the vibranium shield, which isn't supposed to break. Uh, And then Cap's fucked up. About to die. A cool thing that I saw is he tightens up the shield, the broken shield on his arm. And if you look, he's got this nasty gash on his arm. And so he's tightening the shield just to keep his fucking arm together. Yup. He's standing there like, wow, we're about to fucking lose. And then you hear on your left, Cap, and he's like, what? And then portals start opening up. And then Falcon flies through. Then everyone flies through. And I mean, everyone flies through. Every single person. If they were in a movie, they are here. Every Marvel world hero 
in existence, all a whole bunch of armies that we've never seen before, but from places that have been shat on by Thanos, basically, show up in this moment to fuck up Thanos' day. Yep. Uh, but yes, and so it it's like... Uh... In, in high school, we used to do this all the time. We'd draw a picture, and then everybody would add something into the picture. It was a splash page, and it's just madness on the page. This is what yeah. it turned into. So Cap uh, hops to the group of everybody, brings the hammer to him, and he says, Avengers, assemble. And they all just run like freaks toward him, and then the movie just gets hype. It was so awesome. And it's God, just it's so fight. Good. And in the next 20 to 30 minutes, is just everybody doing something fucking cool. We see combinations that we'll probably never see again. Uh, we get to see A-Force. It's a women's Avenger group. We get to see them do stuff. Mm-hmm. We see everybody oh, yeah. do something cool. Yep. It- Spider-Man's back. He's web-slinging and killing folks. Ant-Man gets huge again and is swinging on fucking giant Chitauri monsters. Like, it's so good. It, it's probably yeah. the best feeling you can have in a movie, hands down. It was the coolest yes. thing. And so uh, Thanos is like, ooh, this is a little, little much happening right now. And so the army comes down and they're fighting. Uh, Scarlet Witch comes down. She's like, you killed my boyfriend. I'm you gonna... took everything from me. And he's like, who are you? I don't and even then... know who you are. <laughs> and then it's funny. Well, one theory was that Scarlet Witch could have actually killed him right then if oh, he absolutely. didn't order the ships to shoot at him. Because Scarlet Witch was destroying that man. Yep. Which, oh, yeah. So, headcanon Scarlet Witch is the strongest Avenger, not her dumb robot boyfriend with the jelly bean in his head. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And so, uh, it's all going, it's all going Millhouse. It's all coming up Millhouse for the group. And then uh, Captain Marvel comes down. And so, it's this whole fight for the gauntlet. And they don't want Thanos to get it back on his hand because he's going to make his hand all weird and pruney again and make everybody go away. And so uh, Thanos gets the glove on his hand and he snaps and they're like, oh no, but it's it's like a dull snap. And he looks at the gauntlet, all the stones are gone. Tony snatched them and he put it on his cool robot hand. Thanos says, I am inevitable. And he snaps. He snatched them like Robin Hood in the cartoon. Right? (laughs) Got them all in his mouth. He's like, hee hee. And then Tony has all the stones on his hands in his magic glove that he created on his suit. And Tony shoots back, oh yeah, I am Iron Man, and snaps, and fuck it, everybody wins. <laughs> yes, and so the guys win, so everybody's back five years later, and I assume some people are brought back in the sky because they were on a plane, so they probably died, and then people were in the street, <laughs> yeah, and then people on the street probably got ran over or fell off of a freeway that's not there anymore. There were probably dead people too, probably a lot of people died after this, but- Yay, everybody's back except the 10% that died instantly. But yay, we're all back. Yep. And so Tony took one for the team, which, and so in the first Avengers movie, uh, Cap tells him that you're not the guy that's going to jump on the grenade for everybody. You're like that pompous piece of shit. Hey, you, you showed him nine years later. <laughs> you will take a grenade for everybody. Yeah. But Tony fucked up because he did the thing that you don't do in the action movies and you say that you have something to. Something to, to live something for. Something to live for. That's what they do. He's like, oh, it's my last day on the force. I'm going to get on the boat with my old lady and, and sail the seas happy. I'm like, no, you're going to die. You're not making it home, sir. So uh, Tony saved the day and everybody comes to his funeral and everybody's sad. And 
John Favreau was like, I'm going to make you all the cheeseburgers, little kid, or buy you all. And everybody's sad. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cap is appointed the official gym returner. Gym returner. And he's like, yeah, I'll be right back in five seconds. Yeah, yeah. I'll send everything back and come back. And then he doesn't. And then we look over and at the beach, uh, not the beach, at the, bench. the lake, sitting on the dock of the bay, is Pop Pop Rogers. So, he's so cute. So Cap dropped everything off and then said, deuces, I'm going to go live with my old lady. <laughs> and he just crying. He grows old with her. The last 15 minutes of this movie, just cry. Yeah, and then she oh, died God. at some point, uh, happy, I like to think. Mm-hmm. But then uh, he hands the shield over to Falcon. And he's like, yeah, you're the new one because I'm old and shit. And he's like, well, you want to tell us about <laughs> your wife? And he's like, nah, I'm nah, good. I don't think I will. Nah, I'm good. I'm just going to sit here and be happy. Uh, but yes, and so Falcon is the new Cap, and so hopefully the show comes out soon, and we'll get to see more about that, because Bucky's with him, and hopefully Bucky has to throw the shield a couple more times, because I want that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so uh, everybody's still trying to recover from what happened, and then there are a couple of movies afterward, like um, uh, Far From Home, yeah. and we get to see how the uh, blip Peter's, kind of affected how Peter's dealing with the whole situation of Tony not being there anymore and that yes. was his like dad kind his of his dad mentor and so uh yeah and then the movie ends that's it, it well, and him and Peggy dancing yeah I like to think <laughs> that's crying that they dance yeah crying and so yes and so that's the end of this giant Thanos arc in Avengers and so now they're ramping up COVID kind of slowed down the progress of it but we're ramping up to something. And so we'll see what the next arc will bring us. Uh, it looks like the Fantastic Four are going to pop up. And the X-Men. It looks like the X-Men are going to pop up. And the Eternals are going to be there. Yeah. So they're building to something cool. And Shang-Chi. And, and so we'll see what happens. And I'm we'll so see ready. We'll I'm see so who the next ready. big bad is. And yep. it might be uh, Kang the Conqueror. And who's Kang the Conqueror, Otis? Uh, he's a time traveler. Why, why would it be time travel? Because uh, the Avengers dipped their dick into the timeline. In this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything's just upside down. Great wars. Yeah. So uh, we should see some more time travel. And yeah. hey, Doctor Strange's movie is called Multiverse of Madness. Hmm, looks like they're going to keep doing stuff with time travel. Also, so, uh, also, they're bringing Spider-Man to the Venom movie. Yay! 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 So it, it's awesome. It's awesome. Hopefully, they can they can say that somehow he touched uh, Peter at some point, and that's why he looks like Spider Man. I don't think they should ever say that he touched Peter ever. <laughs> touched Just say good. he was in the same lab with the radioactive spider that bit Peter, and that's exactly. why they're similar. I touched it good. So uh, it, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool to be a comic book fan right now. There's some oh, really absolutely. cool stuff. Um, at some point, we will plateau. I think that I think this is the, the movies are starting to plateau. Not the big ones. The big ones will always make tons of money. But some movies were starting to plateau if they're just normal, like by the numbers characters, yeah. like Black Panther. The different ones make money. Captain Marvel. That was a lot different. Uh, Wonder Woman, really different. So, yeah. but I'm so hyped for at 1984. Some, at some oh. point. We we will plateau and comic book movies won't be the big thing to do. Yeah. And that's fine. We I got to see some of the coolest characters ever. So yep. uh we got to see Black Panther real. That that was always yep. been a wish of mine, even when I was younger. So I'm glad I got to see a live action Black Panther. 
So this movie's great. If you haven't seen it, seriously, give it a shot. Uh, you will smile at least once in this movie. And you will cry. Yeah, you'll probably cry. It, it's great. It's a it's really good so movie. Good. Even though it is a superhero movie and like comic book related and it's very action-packed, it has all the big things that you want from a movie. All of those big emotions that you want. You know, you feel the anger when you watch this movie. You feel sadness. You feel all of these different things that make, you know, the the Oscar-worthy movies that make the, all of those Oscar-worthy, you get all of that stuff in this film saga. So. It's the notebook with fisticuffs. <laughs> uh, a little less love story mostly, yeah. but yes. Um, but the dance at the end is very uh, notebook-esque, for sure. Just cry- tears, crying. But yeah, no, seriously, oh give the movie shot. So, let's do seven-word synopsis for Avengers Endgame. Micah? Hey, don't snap, won't be no snap. (laughs) (laughs) Don't snap, don't shit, won't be no shit. Uh, Start, no snap. No, I can't even do it. Yeah, so mine was when Cap grabbed that hammer, I screamed. Yep. That was live action. That's what happened in the theater. When it flew to his hand, I was like, oh, shit, he did it. Everybody. I reached over in the the theater and, like, clutched on Otis's arm. I was like, oh, my God. That meme. Yeah, that meme of you. Uh, that meme of Joe Rogan and the other two announcers at UFC when they're freaking out, and it's like that meme, and they're like, "Yeah, that that was everybody when, when absolutely when Cap grabbed the hammer." And there were a whole bunch of scenes in that, like little tiny scenes in that fight where everyone freaked out. Like the hammer was one, the girl team up was one. Like it just kept coming. The Avengers Assemble thing was one. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I kind of wish he yelled Avengers Assemble, but I'm cool with yeah. him saying it quietly. It's cool. I, I like to think in my head canon that uh, Ant Man, giant Ant Man, couldn't hear him because he was really far away. He was he like, had that no, he had, he had I was going to say, he had an earpiece in. Nah, nah, head canon. The earpiece broke at some point. He was underwater. He was underwater. It didn't, that's my head canon. So he's like, Avengers. He's like, what? What's happening? He's like, why is everybody? Oh, oh, we started. Okay, 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 cool. And then that's, that's Paul Rudd. He would have been like, oh, well, the fight started. Okay, cool. And he punched the ship. So yeah. <laughs> That's the only funny. thing that this movie was really missing was a recap from the best friend guy from the Ant-Man franchise. Oh, yeah. Like, ah! recapping Infinity War before we started Endgame. Like, <laughs> That'd have been good. So here's That's what okay. you missed. If, if you, sidebar, want a great, hilarious recap of Endgame, please visit Josh Gad's Instagram. He doesn't, yeah, he posted it on Twitter, too. He, it was like a six-minute recap. He did it as a as Olaf, and it was phenomenal. So yeah. go check him out. It's it's amazing. It was fantastic. <sighs> all right, you want to yeah. go first this time, Emma? Sure, because I'm sure we also have another one in common on this one. I am inevitable. No, I am Iron Man. Nice. And then I have lost. Yes, never gone. Love you 3,000. Aww. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm fucking myself up here. Okay. <laughs> and then my two alliterative, fucking fierce females flying, flipping, and fighting. And then time travel trip, trips timeline, triggers tremendous triumph. 
Nice. Yeah. Okay. Avengers Time Heist brings nearly everyone back. Um, it this is a war for the fate of the universe or for the fate yeah. of universe. Um superheroes dealing with PTSD and overcoming demons. So much. That's this whole film. Um yeah. spectacular story, 10 years in the making. Yes. The most ambitious team up in cinema history. Yes. You, who was but who was what was more ambitious, Otis? Tell me. Uh, uh bringing did, together 21 fucking superhero films. Didn't, didn't Phineas and Ferb do an episode when it came together with somebody? No. The Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, those motherfuckers should be dead. <laughs> that was ambitious as hell. Nah, not as ambitious as this. Okay, anyways, and then my last one. Proof that Tony Stark has a heart. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if you haven't seen this movie, when he, at the funeral, um, or earlier in, a, in one of the Iron Man franchises, franchise movies, the first Iron Man, he uh, takes out his first, um, what's the Arc reactor reac- thing called? Arc, Arc reactor. Arc reactor. Um, out of his chest and he builds it into this little um, like present thing that he gives Pepper Potts and he has it engraved that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart and at his funeral in this movie they adorn it with flowers and they let it go across the lake basically as a final goodbye to Tony and it is a lot it's very heartbreaking it is every single time Every single time I've seen this, that is yeah, one of the most devastating moments. It's not always just his snap that, you know, ends Tony. It's literally seeing everyone at his funeral just wrecked yeah. and then watching them float that Oh, but away. now we get to watch Gwyneth Paltrow pretend to play a character. Hooray. Oh, she gone. She ain't coming back. She ain't coming back. She couldn't even remember that she was in these movies. Like I know, I know. It's brutal how terrible of a person she is. Yes. Hey, she's got that goop. Leave her alone. But plus side to his funeral, uh, the kid from Iron Man Three was there, so that was cool. Reed. Yeah. Oh, back. Yeah. So this movie came out a year and two or three days later, depending on where you saw it. So April 26, 2019, uh, what do you guys think the budget for this movie was? I'm going to go back to my $500 million. I'm going to go with $400 in dues. $400. Sneak it in the middle with $450. I'll take $450, Bob. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I can't remember what the sound is, but everybody went over. So pick again. Jesus. You just make your voice lower? No, this is my voice. <laughs> uh, Who's in charge here? <laughs> I, me, of course. Of course. Yes, we are. Uh, 302 dollar dues. Katie? Mm, 327. Damn it, that was my exact <laughs> number. 327 and one dollar. You yeah. son of a bitch. And that son of a bitch won. 
So the budget was $356, dude. Oh, no. You fuck, Micah. What have I done? <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm scared for me. <laughs> I'm in danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> okay, guys, what do you guys think the uh, the box office for Avengers Endgame was? $2.75 billion. Go ahead, Micah. $2.75 and $1. Man, everybody's taking my numbers. $2.8 billion. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) fuck. I've had this on my thing for like three days. It said that for days. (laughs) Uh, So this is pretty cute. Uh, If they actually did .002 more dollars it would have been 2.8 but micah winning with the squeak by the budget was 2.798 billion dollars micah squeaker yeah it's squeaking by <laughs> with the dollar the box office <laughs> but no uh these movies are amazing Whatever. when it gets re-released i'll win yeah she's yep i can't wait this shit's gonna get re-released in theaters oh my god we gotta get that three billion yeah. Oh, for sure. They're gonna get to like six billion by the next next time it's in theaters. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this movie's amazing. Uh, as as a two parter, which is not supposed to be Ruth of Rotterdam, uh, it's a pretty good story. It's a really good arc, a mini arc in mm-hmm. itself. Uh, if you didn't watch the other movies, you probably still could have got through this and been oh, like, yeah. okay, I understand. No, that's the bad guy, that purple dude. And then, okay, that's Iron Man. I, I've heard of that name, so. Okay, cool. I get this. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good having a movie like that because oh, I know. Huh? I said, well, where's the X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> the Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> because, Being owned by Fox. Because there's. Wait, 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 wait. We need to make these movies to make the money in order to buy them back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Unfortunately, Jesus. So, because there's parents out there that. I haven't seen all these movies, and so this is for them, man. They could be like, okay, I can follow this. That purple dude's bad. Okay, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, but no, it's an amazing film. I will not stop saying it. It was cool. My only gripe, my two gripes, three gripes. Um, <laughs> uh, Hulk. Hulk was crap, and I love Hulk, and I thought Hulk was going to get some type of redemption fight, or at least not be scared of Thanos, because we never got the resolution that the Hulk part of them stopped being scared of Thanos. Last time we saw, he was like, I don't want to fight anymore because that dude's going to kick my ass again. And so that was it. And then later on, he just like mutated himself enough that he turned green forever. That's it. So the savage part of him is still in there somewhere, scared of Thanos. And that makes me sad because... But he wasn't scared to fight because he did fight in the final fight. Yeah, just but, he, not but, against he, but he probably made sure to stay the fuck away from Thanos the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they wouldn't have... I don't feel like they would have put him in that final fight with against Thanos directly anyways. Like the entire 20 movie thing was grounded in the trilogies of Iron Man and Captain America and Thor. So it had to be the three of them that fought him. I know, but maybe the guy that had fucking performance issues because of a person, maybe he should like do something and get past that. But any hoozle, um, I don't like time travel forced into a, uh, a movie because 
either use it all the time or you never talk about it again. And I have a feeling people are going to die and they'll never talk about that. They have a time machine somewhere in, in Hulk's like backyard. That's a time machine. They'll never bring it back <laughs> up. Never, yep. never bring it back up, but that's fine. Whatever. Cool. Cause he probably destroyed it. Fuck. No, he didn't. Thanos destroyed it. And the pin particles are used up. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, there's no more <laughs> pin particles. And then I think Hulk would have destroyed it after um, Tony's funeral. But they're making another Ant-Man movie. They have to have pin particles because all they do is shrink and get big. Yeah, well, Hank Pym's still alive, so he can make pin particles, I yeah. guess. So anyway, that's just me being mean. And I didn't like the shield breaking like that. I wish he just pimp slapped it with the glove on. But that's me. I'm a comic <laughs> person. I, there's things I wanted to see exactly the same way. It's all good. But no, great movie. So does anybody else have anything for Avengers Endgame? After you see this movie, um, after you watch this set of movies, I highly recommend going on YouTube and looking up videos about the Easter eggs that are in the this pair of films because the yes. amount of Easter eggs that all of the directors of the previous films. So this was quote unquote the Russo brothers, but they brought in all of the directors of all of the other franchises. So Ryan Coogler, who did Black Panther was there. James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy was there. Like they had all the, John Favreau, who did all the Iron Man movies. Like they were all there working on these stories so that they could intertwine all of their characters together without compromising any of their characters like integrity basically so that they could continue on if the characters are gonna go on or die if they were gonna die or whatever. What's up, my guy? I will say one gripe that I that I saw that was kind of funny, and I don't know if anybody else noticed this. But when Black Panther first comes out of the Golden Circle, uh, they CGI'd him so hard that they like made his shoulders massive compared to the rest of his body. And so when he's like walking out, and it's just the silhouette of the the three of them coming out of the circle, it's like, whoa, why are his shoulders so big compared to the rest of him? yeah um i will say there's a fun little moment in infinity war that when you're watching infinity war you don't really think about it but then after seeing endgame and going back and watching infinity war again um when tony is talking to pepper while they're out on their walk in infinity war tony says i've had this really weird dream for the last couple of nights that we're five years from now and we've got a kid and we named her after your uncle so her name's morgan and talking about all of this and he's like it's like this weird thing and it just feels so real and that almost when you go back and re-watch it it's almost like a premonition of the fact that they eventually with getting back to this time travel thing because somewhere in the quantum depths of Tony's brain he's been there and back and knows that that happened but doesn't see much past it so I thought that was fun yeah there are a lot of easter eggs in these films so I I thought it was cool that Cap got to say Hill Hydra and giggle because all those Hydra people were in that elevator and he choked his own self out that was pretty cool Right. Oh, and then he looked down at his butt and said, "That is America. That is America. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, buddy. You damn it's right. I like oh, also America's front, as we learned about a month ago. 
it's funny. Teacher, am I right? It's funny before, like, Tony's, like, looking at his buddies, like, that suit's not doing nothing for your ass. And then Paul Rudd comes in, Ant-Man, he's like, no. It's I a- disagree. Yeah, that's America's That's America's ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> the, the banter was amazing in these films. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like I, I said, it. they seriously dipped their penis into the timeline. People are choking themselves out. Bad guys are getting away. It just Hydra knows people. Heroes are bad now. It's just... That timeline is so stupid. Like that that cap when he wakes up, like Crossbones is like, oh hey, uh, we're having that, we're going to that Hydra mixer later. You want to go? And he's like, what? And they're like, what? And then it just, Civil War starts like four hours, four years earlier. It's stupid. They fucked that shit up. Uh, but like I said, great movie, no problems with it. Uh, so- no, but they go back to the point before all of that happens. So none of they return the stones to the point before all that happens. So none of those fights that we saw actually end up happening in that timeline you know i want to see a what if episode when oh, they i'm make sure that what they if will show get it. of what happened to that world where they just fucked it up i want to see that world continue. Yes, new york 2012 what yeah, happened the one where caps yeah. like hail hydra early and just like what happens with that you know so if you have any more fun facts about comic books or anything about time travel or that Jonathan Majors is probably going to be King the Conqueror. Hey, he's in Lovecraft Country. He's great. You can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. Our Facebook is Allentown Presents. I don't know why I said it like that. That was weird. I was going to throw out some comic book fun facts, but uh, we were saying it so fast, I couldn't like download any in my brain real fast. <laughs> now, uh, please excuse us as we go prepare our Halloween costumes for yes. our very yep. Event. Book hat is being removed. <laughs> comic brain is gone. But now nah. we get to put our comic costumes on. Spooky brain. <laughs> yes. Right. Spooky brain. So we are two to three days out, depending on when this is recorded, uh, from the Halloween Screamathon from October. Yep. God damn it, we're back. So yep. it's the second year, annual. Year two, guys. Year, year two. two. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. We have tons of movies coming up, uh, tons of things. We're gonna have some guests on there. Uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna do an episode with Guido at some point. He's got a baby, so he's all like, you know, busy and shit. You know, just a baby, but you know. Uh, but we're gonna try to get people on. Friends from Texas, uh, Mike and Emma. Everybody's gonna do stuff. It's great. Uh, we got artwork and stuff, so it's really cool. So um, stick with us. It's you get 31 episodes. 31 episodes. Not even, that's not even including all the extra shit that will probably happen in October. You're going to get what you, you're going to get all this content. Yeah, what you just because it's fun. Uh, this is this is the month, man. If you needed something to listen to, you will have 31 of them. Actually, probably around 40, probably. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm excited. So thank you for listening. And we'll be back very soon with some scary movies. I'm not going to say Yay. with something else. You're going to get scary movies. Next 35 things will be scary. So we'll see you soon, guys. So thank you so much. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.